My name is Jody, and uh, I'm delighted you've been able to come here and join us today as we have this prayer time presented by the Churches of Jamboree, and it's a great thing to come together to pray at the, this time of crisis. Uh, as we gather here together in the presence of God, we acknowledge the traditional owners of the land upon which we stand, and we acknowledge and pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and we pray that God will unite us all in the knowledge of his Son in whom all things were created in heaven and on earth. Since our fire season began, we've witnessed the destruction of more than 1,500 homes, 150 facilities and 3,000 outbuildings and more than 6 million hectares of land. Millions of animals have been killed, including a third of the koala population in New South Wales. But most of all, our nation has experienced the loss of 20 lives, including firefighters who gave their lives to save others and residents who were trapped in the consuming fire. Catastrophic fire dangers have been placed on several days and we're still in a state of emergency. People are grieving and are suffering trauma. And even though we're halfway through summer, it seems like there's no end in sight. Smoke fills our valley and some of our creeks are now dry for the first time in decades. And so today we meet together to mourn over the loss of life and property, to pray for those who serve and protect us, to plead to God for heavy rain and protection from fire, and to seek comfort from our God who is in control of all things. And so for the next half an hour, uh, I invite you to sit and reflect as members of our community. And we'll have people read the Bible, say prayers from this microphone on our behalf, and we'll pause to reflect on God's loving rule over our nation. But as we begin, I invite Helen Hunter from the Catholic Church to come forward and read to us from Psalm 86. Bend down, O Lord, and hear my prayer. Answer me, for I need your help. Protect me, for I am devoted to you. Save me, for I serve you and trust you. You are my God. Be merciful to me, O Lord, for I am calling on you constantly. Give me happiness, O Lord, for I give myself to you. O Lord, you are so good, so ready to forgive, so full of unfailing love for all who ask for your help. Listen closely to my prayer, O Lord. Hear my urgent cry. I will call to you whenever I am in trouble, and you will answer me. Our Heavenly Father, creator of all things, and especially creator of this land and its original peoples, we call out to you in these desperate times as fires have swept across so many parts of our country. Our hearts cry out to you for those who have lost loved ones, those who have lost properties in the wake of these ravaging fires. Father, we pray in your mercy Restrain the forces of nature from creating catastrophic damage. In your mercy, protect human life. 
regard those volunteers, rural fire service personnel and emergency services who selflessly step into the breach to fight these fires. Guide police and authorities who help evacuate and shelter those who are displaced. Bring comfort and healing to all who suffer loss. Remember your promises of old that seed time and harvest will never cease. We pray that you would open the heavens to send refreshing rain on our parched land. In your mercy, we pray for drenching rain. We pray that despite the forecasts in your miraculous power, you would bring forth rain to quench these fires and bring life back into the earth so that the crops may grow and farmers may bring forth the harvest of the land again. We bring these requests before your throne in the name of your Son, who died and rose again for our deliverance. Amen. Let's pray a, a prayer of confession, a plea for help, and a thanksgiving for God's mercies. Our gracious God and Father, you made this land and have blessed us with its riches and beauty. We have not always cared for the land, the wildlife, the waterways, as you would have us do. You are a gracious and forgiving God, a refuge to all who seek your shelter, our strong defence in trial and tribulation. Send rain, we pray, to extinguish flames and heal our land. Mercifully protect life and property. Give help and hope to our neighbours assailed by fire. Comfort and provide for those who grieve. Uphold those who suffer loss. Give peace and hope to those bewildered and broken-hearted. We thank you for men and women of courage and selflessness. We thank you for brave communities of care and support. We thank you for those who share your comfort and hope. We thank you for those at a distance giving and praying. Lord, you sent your Son so that we would know your power to save, your presence with your people in this world of turmoil, and your promise to renew the whole creation. Turn our hearts to you, that we may have faith for this day and hope for eternity. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Second reading from Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honour to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honour me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me 
all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Let us pray for those grieving the loss of life and property. Almighty God, Father of all mercies and giver of all comfort, we particularly pray for the families and friends of the 20 people who have died during this tragic fire season. Please provide care for those who suffer and grieve and for the partners, children and parents of all who are in deep sadness at this time. Deal graciously with them at this time and lead them to cast their care on you so that they might know the consolation of your love. We pray also for all who have been injured, fighting and fleeing this disaster. Please heal them and comfort them as they recover. As we witness the destruction of property, we ask for comfort for all who have experienced the trauma of loss and the stress and confusion of evacuation. We particularly think of the villages and townships in the Southern Highlands and the Shoalhaven, our close neighbours in this disaster. And even closer to home, we think of those in our valley who have experienced the trauma of evacuation, including the nuns in our abbey, and the scared children who see the stress in their parents and carers. We ask that all in our nation might know more of the deep love of Christ at this time. And we pray this through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And so we pray for the end of our drought. Gracious God, we pray for the land. We hear the promise you have spoken in Isaiah of refreshment of the creation, of water in the desert, of renewal for the land, of hope, of life. We name our simple need, rain for our thirsty land, our tanks and dams are nearly empty, like our hopes for this season. Please, loving God, bring us rain to renew the ground, to replenish our dams, to bring some chance of feed, to bring the possibility of some reward to those who have toiled so hard. We turn to you in faith and hope. We pray for our community we pray for all those whose lives are under the shadow of drought. We think first of those who work with the land, for farmers and their families, for those who rely upon the land for their life and relationships. We pray for contractors, merchants and truck drivers, for rural councillors and support workers, for all our rural community. May the refreshment of your spirit present in miraculous and truly human ways, be with us all as we move forward into the days ahead. We pray too for justice, for fair prices for our stock and our wool and our crops. We pray for governments, banks and corporations to be driven by wisdom of community, justice and compassion, 
not simply the folly, folly of dollar and the bottom line. We pray for each other. Keep us aware of the needs of those around us, for those who are struggling, who are grieving, who are ill, who are dying. Restore those who are far from you with the knowledge that they are loved and valued. Give them not just a sense of renewal, but a sense of hope and purpose for their lives that are finding those who are finding the journey hard. Let us see the miracle of healing in relationships, in lives, in communities where there is illness and hope is far away. Keep us always conscious of the task we have in ministry and mission in your world. We offer these prayers in the name of Jesus. Amen. Some verses from Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. So we will not fear when earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the sea. Let the oceans roar and foam. Let the mountains tremble as the waters surge. A river brings joy to the city of our God, the sacred home of the Most High. God dwells in that city. It cannot be destroyed. For the very break of day, God will protect it. The nations are in chaos and their kingdoms crumble. God's voice thunders and the earth melts. The Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. Let us continue to pray. Um, Heavenly Father, we bring before you the many people who lead and serve our emergency services and ask that you would protect and strengthen them in this time of crisis. We pray for the members of the ambulance service who render help to firefighters and victims and for the health and medical staff who provide first aid and long-term care. We pray for the volunteers in the rural fire service who continue to battle tirelessly and sacrificially and for the Commissioner Shane Fitzsimmons who with his team has showed such leadership in keeping everyone informed and safe as he manages these disasters. We pray for the police force and their assistance in helping evacuate and direct traffic and respond to incidents, as well as maintain law and order in this challenging time. We pray for the Defence Force, who have supported all agencies from air, land and sea in many roles and capabilities. We pray for the fire and rescue who battle to protect and save people, animals and buildings, and for their executive management team and incident controllers. We pray for those in the National Parks and Wildlife Service who help care for animals and assist with fighting fires. We pray for the SES workers who restore safety to communities and clear hazardous debris. We pray for the Forestry Corporation, fighting fires and managing millions of hectares of state forest. We pray for the many people who have pushed for donations and have given time, 
equipment and money to assist those in need. We pray for the many people who work behind the scenes in communication centres, who have, difficult, have the difficult job of determining where valuable resources need to go. We pray for the people who update apps, warning and Facebook pages, and for the people in the media who together work to keep information coming in times of need. We thank you for the service of all who have travelled afar from interstate and from Canada, the USA, New Zealand, to assist us in this time of disaster. We pray also for our Prime Minister, our Premier, our Mayor, and for all those who serve with them at this time as they make important decisions to coordinate the firefighting and relief efforts. And we also pray for the family and friends of all firefighters who have to say farewell with fear and pride to a loved one and hold down the fort while they are gone. We pray for the protection and strength for all who lead and serve us in this bushfire emergency. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So we keep praying for the churches and for our Christian witness at this time. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, in this time of suffering and pain, we pray for the ministries of the local churches and Christian organisations. In your kindness, would you please enable us to have many opportunities to show your love and, and of Christ to the communities in which we live and serve. Please help us to share the gospel of Jesus as much as possible as we provide practical assistance to those who need it most. Enable the chaplains in the emergency services to speak with compassion and clarity as they comfort the afflicted and the heavy-hearted. Lord, use this tragedy as a means to lead people to seek more of Christ and to find or renew a spiritual home in the life of a local church. Through this hardship, we pray that many people will come to know you, Jesus, and find true hope for eternity through faith in the only one who can save. And Lord, we just lift up Cabago, Anglican right now. They've lost their church home. Father, we ask for strength at this time that they will rebuild and know that the building's temporary, Lord. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Uh, we now have the fourth Bible reading from Luke 13, 1 to 5. About this time, Jesus was informed that Pilate had murdered some people from Galilee as they were offering sacrifices at the temple. Do you think those Galileans were worse sinners than all of the other people from Galilee? Jesus asked. Is that why they suffered? Not at all. And you will perish too, unless you repent of your sins and turn to God. And what about, 18, what about the 18 people who died when the Tower of Siloam fell on them? Were they the worst sinners in Jerusalem? No. And I tell you again that unless you repent, you will perish too. Thank you to all who have prayed and read. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I, I was sitting in the back of the Jamboree bushfire fighting truck and I uh, was asked what I thought about what Israel Followard said about the fires being God's judgment. And I've got to say that when four of you are squashed in the back of a truck, there's not much wiggle room. And so it was with that question. And what came to mind then was two tragedies that Jesus spoke about when there were afflictions around his time. The first one was a horrible murder of a bunch of people who were innocently worshipping God. 
when they were struck down by the Roman governor Pilate. There's another one. Uh, it was a national disaster when a tower fell and crushed 18 people. And both of these things caused people to ask, why? Some people seem to think that the tragedies came as a form of judgment from God, but Jesus wouldn't accept that simplistic solution. Instead, he said that there's only really one thing that they could learn from these tragedies, and that is that they're a wake-up call to repent. Jesus said, as we just heard, what about the 18 people who died when the Tower of Siloam fell on them? Were they the worst sinners in Jerusalem? No. And I tell you that unless you repent, you will perish too. You see, today we've come here for time of prayer, to, to pray to God for comfort for those who grieve, uh, for protection for those who serve, for rain and for relief from fire, and, and also for a word of clarity in our confusion. Jesus is telling us all here today that when we experience tragedies like this national bushfire disaster, that it's an important wake-up call for us all to make sure that our eternal affairs are in order. Jesus is telling us that we need to repent, which means we need to stop depending on ourselves and instead trust in him as our loving ruler. We need to come to Jesus and find certainty for eternity. Uh, on Sunday morning, I stood in a random person's backyard in Bundanoon with a fully charged fire hose. Uh, and as I looked down the valley into the thick smoke, I waited for the fire to race up the hill towards me and to burn the houses that we were deployed to protect. They were precious homes. They were made of brick and stone and steel, and they were all at serious risk. Later that day, our crew moved to a burnt-out property in Wingelow. My job was to hose down the smothering ruins of a burnt-out garage. All those possessions were now ashes, and it was a fresh reminder that life is short and that everything will one day return to ashes. As we gather here today in Jamboree, Jesus is giving us the gift of time. If you've not yet repented and come to Jesus as Lord, then you've been given the time to get your eternal affairs in order. And so I stand here with the Christians in Jamboree saying, make the most of the time we've got. And as you get fire ready, Make sure you're heaven ready. And if you want to know more about this, come and see one of us here. We'd love to see you at church on the weekend and to pray with you. And as we end our time together now, I invite Janice to come forward and to, to lead us together in the words of the Lord's Prayer as we remain seated as they come up on the screen. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And so with all the Christians of Jamboree, we thank you for coming to join us today. 
Uh, it's been an important time of prayer, and it's something we need to keep doing, don't we? And as we look forward to supporting and encouraging each other in our community in the days and weeks and months ahead, whatever that looks like, may the Lord lead us to trust in him more and more. And now may the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you always. Amen.